My beloved in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. It's nice to be back and celebrating this wonderful liturgy. Here we are, the second preparatory Sunday for the great fast, the Sunday of the prodigal son, and another tool that we're picking up for our, our toolkit as we prepare to go out into the Sinai Desert. And I've shared last night with the, the faithful there, I preached this gospel from many different perspectives over the course of the years. I preached it from this perspective of this young man, the prodigal, and from different a, a, di, focuses on him. Now basically he was calling his dad, his dad that he was dead to him, give me your money, and he went off. I preach this gospel from the perspective of the older son. I know how that is. I've always been there doing everything I was supposed to do, and now I'm jealous. I've preached it from the perspective of the father. and What it meant that the father went and actually ran out after him, something that would not have happened in those days. What the significance was of everything that was handed back to the son. But there's, I even preached it from the perspective of the fourth wall, if you know theater terminology. The fourth wall is that imaginary wall between the action that's taking place either on the screen or on the stage and the people. So, in other words, from the perspective of the people that Jesus was preaching to at the time he told this parable. But there's one aspect I never thought about preaching before. And it seems to be the one that really affects our daily lives. When I was had my roofing company, my biggest challenge was not with customers and putting roofs on, it was with employees. Trying to get us all on the same team, trying to get us all working in the same direction. But there was always somebody that was trying to what we called in, the, in our company, stirring the pot trying to divide to get his or her way, trying to gather other people to their side of the team so they could attack somebody else to show how they're right and they're wrong. And we have something to look at in our gospel this morning. The scene takes place when the older son comes in from the field. And the older son, he called one of his servants and asked what this meant, the noise and the music. And he said, your brother has come and your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. And he became angry and refused to go in. All we have is what the text says. We don't have the posture in which the text might have been spoken. Perhaps the servant was truly excited for what took place and spoke in a joyous manner to the older brother. Your father has killed the fatted calf because your brother, who you, you know what happened to him, but he came back safe and sound. He was building up. But it could have just as easily been said, your brother... And we know all he did, 
He's back. Their father killed the fatted calf, and now look at what's happening. It doesn't say what tenor of voice, the tone of the voice, or the facial expressions. But we know from human experience that it's going to be one or the other. We're either going to build somebody up, or we're going to try to tear somebody down by stirring the pot. We're either going to be a peacemaker or a peacebreaker. As we reflect on our lives, we can see what I've just shared with you is absolutely true and affects every aspect of it. The family dynamics in a home. It can happen in the workplace, and that oftentimes it happens as one group tries to get after another group, and they triangulate and do all those funny things, trying to posture themselves. We know what happens in the church. It can happen within the parish itself. We like to think we're above reproach in our community, but it can happen. Because someone is trying to posture their point of view, their demands, their wants, and they will try to gather people around them, and if they don't, then they will try to divide them from the other group. Stirring the pot. It's something we deal with every day in our lives, no matter where we are, because we have relationship with people, and it just seems to be the course of things. We don't know Jesus did not explain what this hired hand had in mind when he spoke the words. Was he truly trying to build up or break down? Was he trying to be a peacemaker or a peacebreaker? As you sit in your benches or on the floors or in your couches at home on the screen... Ask yourselves, we need to ask ourselves, what am I? Am I the former, the peacemaker, or the latter, the peacebreaker? Do I find myself trying to whisper here and whisper there and try to convince everyone that I'm right, that we need to do this or we need to do that, and that person needs to go to hell? If we find we're the latter, then we give thanks to God for this Sunday. The Sunday that we know we can repent. We can seek true sorrow for our sins and for our wrongful way we're going and the way we've harmed and hurt people in manners that you have no idea when you do it. The damage you've done. And some of it can be irreparable. And it will forever change the course of somebody's life. Maybe it's happening in your own home right now. Maybe it's happening in your co-op at school or your, your workplace or wherever it is. We need to check it now. We need to repent now. And we give thanks to God for that gift of repentance, truly. I mean, could you imagine not having it? Not being able to change that course? Seeking forgiveness? Getting a fresh start? recognizing the wrong that I have done to somebody else? 
If that's the case, let us repent and strive with all our lives to be the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. They will be called the children of God. Damned are the priest breakers. They shall be called the children of Satan. Where do we stand in the gospel? What attitude would we have had when the older brother came to us and we knew all the doings behind the scenes that went on these past days? Let us strive with all our might not to be peace breakers, but to truly be people of peace, building up one another in Christ. This is what we're called to do, not to break down, but to build up.